Welcome to Gross Anatomy. We're ready to go live? Yeah, man. We're live? Let's do it. Here we are. So welcome to Gross Anatomy, where we get to explore the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine related to media, entertainment, film. And I'm Dr. Jason Cohen. And I'm Lauren Taylor. And today, today is a very special day because we have our first official guest, my dear friend, Mark Feuerstein. <laughs> Mark Feuerstein. Give it up. Yes. yes. I'm very excited. And um, what's really exciting for me about having you here, other than a chance to hang out, which we never get to do except Hanukkah, right. but that's a whole different thing, is that you, Lauren could tell us, you have actually played a medical doctor and different kinds of doctors many times in movies and TV and whatnot. Yes. I have played... At least three or four doctors, um, I played, if you want me to go through them, or that's something you want to do uh, in real well, time? Well, why don't we discuss how we met? How did we yeah. meet? Okay, yeah, okay, so uh, one of my early doctor performances was uh, a show called Three Pounds, which was created by a really smart, great guy named Peter Ako. I remember. Who had written for Boston Legal before that and has done many shows since then. What is he doing now? Uh, he's got a show called Cabin Some Number, uh, and I, f- I think it's for A&E, but I'm not sure. Some cool network. Is it scary? Um, <laughs> I, that's that show on HBO that is scary. Okay, Some okay. room something yeah. number. So Three Pounds. Th- another number show. There you go. Uh, three Pounds was a show about brain surgeons titled Three Pounds because that is the weight of the human brain. Let me just begin by letting you in on my knowledge, my medical proficiency. Does it weigh three pounds? I That's have no the weight idea. of the human brain. Everybody's brain weighs three pounds. Yeah. No matter, no one weighs four, right. no one weighs two. And, and you know that. I have no clue. And no, I'm a doctor. Yeah. You know that. I know that. Because you play a doctor. Because I have played doctors. Nice. And what's one thing I should have learned from that show, which... Lasted three episodes on television, one pound, one episode for every pound. Nice, nice. Uh, and got canceled by Mr. Les Moonves, who has since been canceled himself. <laughs> How you guys doing? Nice. Um, is that names of TV shows with just a number and some letters don't work all that well, which I didn't learn, but then... Uh, then repeated with our show 9JKL, which has also gotten canceled by Les Moonves. Because it's a multiple of three. Uh, that's right. Right, exactly. Three LBS into nine JKL. Yeah. So interestingly, I met you on that show, or because of that show. So yeah. I the, actually, I thought that that I moved out to LA thinking I'm going to be an LA doctor, California doctor, but maybe somehow I'll get into Hollywood a little bit. So somehow Hollywood found me with that movie, and that's how we met. A friend of mine was friends with Akko. Yes. And said, Oh, you know, they need some doctors to help. We'll eventually become producers and writers and consultants on the show, and it's going to be big for us. So I remember I met you in the Plaza Cafe of the hospital. I'm not going to mention the name of the hospital, but I met you at the Plaza Cafe. We sat together. It was a group of us. The other star, who was the other star of the show? Stanley. No. No. Okay, so. Not David Duchovny, the guy who looks like him a little bit. Um, It's a guy who is often confused with Dermot Mulrooney. Right, right, right. But it's not Dermot Mulrooney, it's. Dylan McDermott. No, it wasn't Dylan McDermott. Oh, then it was... No, it was. It was Dylan McDermott, right. Yeah. 
Because there were two incarnations of this pilot. Right. Which is a rare thing. Right. We made the pilot once with Barry Levinson directing. Right, and I met him. And Diner. Star- yeah, Diner. Diner. And it was Dylan McDermott, and uh, I was playing... He was the guy with bad side, by Bedside Manor. Yeah. And the doctor who was for him was... Dr. Keith Black. Ah, oh, I didn't know Who that. we also met with oh, in wow. his office. And he was a brain surgeon. Right, right, right. But then for the guy, doctor with good bedside manner, which was me, the Menchie sweet guy, right. I went to you nice. to learn how to be that way. And we sat on the cafeteria, and I remember we we connected. We totally... Yeah. I, I must confess right here and right now... Oh, my God. I, I fell in instant love. Oh, it was love at first Jason. sight. It totally was. I'm blushing. But you know what's crazy is that... It turns out we have a lot in common, both being New Yorkers. Yep. We knew a lot of people in common. You went to Ramaz. I went to Dalton. Right. And then you had also... Which are like six blocks from each other. Right. And certain associations with certain synagogues that I had known in Eshi, right? I went to Park East. Park East, Eshi. And, and Eshi is the day school. Which is where my aunt had gone. Okay. And we knew people in common. Yep. Um, and you just seemed like the... If I were to be a doctor, it would have been on TV. It would have been you. Thank you. It's kind of how I felt. That's very nice. Yeah. I, I, and I remember going over some notes with you and stuff. For some reason, it just popped into my head our wedding ring. And I told you how when we're in scrubs, I always tied my... I, why am I remembering this now? I would tie my wedding ring around my scrub uh, tie. Right. And I remember you liked that. For yeah. Some, for some reason, that popped into my head just now. Yeah. And that's how we met. That's right. How many years ago was that? Oh, my God. Three pounds must have been... Uh, you know what? I remember because Lila was only like eight months, so she's now twelve years old. No, I don't. Even, she, I don't even think she was born. I think. I oh think no, Kato you're right. Pregnant. You're right because that was the first incarnation yeah. of three pounds, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we made the pilot. Right. I remember being at, at Cedars when uh, we found out we were not picked up. I was somewhere in this area, yeah. and uh, we found out that Les Moonves felt it looked too much like a movie, is what he said. So the rarest of the rare is that they made the pilot again. Peter Ocko did a rewrite, and I actually, like everybody else, was not the same. The cast was gone. And you were in part two of it? But I was the lucky one who got to remain in the show. As the same guy. And my part got bigger. Right. So it was now more centered on these two doctors, one with the bad bedside manner and one with the good. And Stanley Tucci played the guy with the bad bedside manner. Wow. And we shot it in New York at Kaufman Astoria Studios. And that's when I moved to New York to shoot it with Lila as a baby. But oh, that was wow. a year and a half later. And I like to think that the reason that the show didn't get picked... So so the guy who introduced me to you, who introduced me to the show, this friend Peter Pressman, yep. we went to the set, I, I remember even one time, and... That was of the pilot. For, yeah, the, the one that was set pilot. in L.A. Up. Yeah. That was set in L.A., and then we moved to And New interestingly, York. I then met... On the set was a nurse who was consulting for some show that I heard of that they were just filming called Grey's Anatomy. And I'm thinking, what is this going to be? Yeah. And I realized that I was just there visiting the set kind of as a courtesy. You guys were already kind of done. Right. You didn't even really need us. And and I kind of figured, well, so that's that was my taste of Hollywood, that here I am coming thinking, yeah, we're going to be like a big shots on the thing. Then this nurse with Grey's Anatomy, nah, it's not going to work. Sure right. enough, Grey's Anatomy is what it became today. But I'd like to think that the reason... The show would have been amazing because of you, but 
had they really made me and my friend Pete be the guys, that was we'd, the problem. we'd be Grey's Anatomy. That right? was the problem. There you yeah, go. everyone said it. Yeah. <laughs> everyone on set. Free universe. Most of the audience cl- commented online right. on all the comments. <laughs> had they had a better on-set doctor. There you go. They might have done well. But it's interesting to me. So that's one of the reasons why we do the show is to, to talk about, you know, questions that people have and doctors have and, and, and just regular people watching a show. Is this real? Does this happen? Because I get those calls all the time. And I bet you get those calls all the time being a, doc, a guy who's played a doctor, right? Do you ever get those kind of calls? Does, does, you know, when you're acting out a scene, some kind of medical scene, does someone ever say to you or after you've done it, knowing you, does someone ever think that you are a doctor or no medical information? We have gotten uh, many calls and many letters yeah. about the way in which we depict the medicine yeah. on Royal Pains. And luckily, most of them have been positive. Right. I mean, we had several onset doctors over the course of the series. Not me, though. Never you. Okay. It was in New York, so you would have had to leave... Your beautiful family, right? Which they don't. I did, but right. I couldn't. It would be a sin a in sin. our religion. Thank you to I, make you do that. I appreciate. That. Like driving on Chavez, nice. which I also do. Right. Many people have come up to me to say how how accurate seeming our medical stuff was right. on the show, and right. that's because we had a writer, we had a, a medical, a doctor who had become a writer, um, Jeff Jeff Dreyer. Uh-huh. Uh, was in our writer's room oh, wow. at all times. Oh, that's cool. So any medical you know, issue, So that's my job that I want. That was the job, yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you didn't get. Right. Of the several right. that you're now disappointed and how the world would have been different. Right. Um, maybe we would have gotten another eight seasons, seasons with you. Right. Um, how many seasons did you have? Eight seasons. That's amazing. Which was great. Yeah. Um, and we had, and we, but in addition to that, we had uh, two different doctors on set. One guy's name was uh, Dr. Irv Danish from uh, Marblehead, Massachusetts. And then we had Dr. Audie Leometz, who lives in Long Island. Mm. Both great guys, yeah. both great doctors, but always there, always on set. Yeah. And we would rehearse for hours before yeah. the medical scene. And the hardest thing was remembering to like do the medical procedure with the lines right. and coordinating all that. Right. But after twenty times and thirty times of doing it on in a trailer on Long Island, you know, just an hour before shooting, we would get it, and it was always very satisfying to nail a medical scene. So, do you ever feel now that you've done all these medical scenes when you see like an illness, you're like, oh, I know what that is? Not at all. Never. Not at all. No. I mean, it's. I learned how to hold the tube, how to connect it, you know, how to insert it properly, make right. it look like I'm putting in a pick line. Right. So you don't feel like if push came to shove and a pick line needed to go in, you couldn't put one in? I mean, I've actually seen it done on my, unfortunately, on oh, my right. children right. and do different children. Yeah. Uh, so for that, perhaps, and, and a catheter I've put in and you shove it in and you're pulling it out and you weave the thread, you know. I mean, I've done those, but no way. Are you yeah. crazy? I would never... You know, part of medical education is what they teach is see one, do one, teach one. Right. So you've seen one. I've seen one. You've probably I've done, done one. one. I think you're ready to teach one. All right. Great. So well, I'd rather know. skip performing the procedures to teaching them because at right, least exactly. I would do less harm. Yeah. If you had to play a doctor again, what type of doctor? Do you enjoy like being the surgeon or do you like the concierge doctor? Like you were on, more on royal pains? Um... Like, is there... I, I mean, 
I loved the emergency medicine aspect of Dr. Loss of Dr. Hank Lawson. Like from the, Royal Pains. From Royal Pains. Like the rush of just like something's wrong with me. And and there was uh, I mean it was a little cheesy over time, the MacGyver of medicine aspect, but there was a lot of fun in taking a ballpoint pen and performing a tracheotomy on a dog, you know, in a Hampton house or using the available, creating, I remember we were in a kitchen, creating a bear hugger to keep a person from going into... It's great uh, that you even know all these terms. It's so You've heard of the bear hugger? Of course. Yeah. Do you know why it's called a bear hugger? Um, well, I know it kept the person warm, right. and you. But might does have it have to do with a bear? No, I, no, it doesn't have to. Well, do with no, a bear. but if you go to the movie The Revenant, yeah, right, they, yeah, he stayed warm in, a in bear. the carcass right. of but a horse. Interesting. Not that. No. Okay. No. Why is it called a bear hugger? Nothing to do with a bear. It's the name of the company or something. Oh, like that. okay, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I love that you even know bear hugger. Thank you. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I think that that was cool. But why is it that you've that you've gotten a chance to portray doctors so often, you think? Jew. Jew. I'm a Jew. Jew doctor. Yeah, Jewish doctor. Exactly. Nice. Um, I, I did want to say one thing about the show Three Pounds, because it was just, it was a show that was a little ahead of its time. Like, if that yeah. show about brain surgeons had been on now in TV, where we can, you go to such dark and interesting places, it might have done better. It was a Maybe. little dry. Yeah. A little antiseptic. Although, what was the show? There was Chicago Hope. At the same time as ER, right? There's never a lack of medical shit. Right, exactly. But it's amazing how many there are now. There is zillion. So many. But there are always always so many. Do you watch medical shows? No. You don't? Not too many, no. Are there any medical shows you ever watched? Nurse Jackie. And ah. I was on. I was on that. Ah. I played. A, I played a lawyer on Nurse Jackie. Ah. Um, and I, I loved Edie Falco. Yeah. And, and the show had a lot of edge. When it gets I procedural, I I don't I don't love procedurals. What myself. about as a kid? Was there was there a medical show you watched as a kid? I mean, I watched ER. You did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I loved ER. Uh, I thought that was amazing the way they really uh, treated the medicine, so lifelike. And with such research, I mean, that was the first show that really Michael Crichton had written yeah. the book that right. led to the show, right. and he had really done the research. Right. So you felt like you were in in a real hospital. I'd watched Saint Elsewhere, and Saint Elsewhere was my show. It was great, but yeah. that had heart. That had heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I thought really was was the first. At least, you know, probably every person, whatever generation, a different medical show. They say. That was the first real medical show, right? right? Don't you think? Yeah. Like for kids today, it's probably Grey's Anatomy was the first real medical show. Right. And now there's The Good Doctor. Yeah. Which is kind of like Do you a version the- of you. Oh. But it, an autistic version of, of Hank Lawson, I, I think. think- I, we watched the pilot because mm-hmm. we talked about it because he's an autistic kid. Right. Who's also like this genius savant who's able to kind of come up with the same kind of it's basically your show if you were some autistic savant got it I kind of feel like did you like it I wanted to hate it what you know we watched it as homework for one of our podcasts uh, and I so badly wanted to hate it and I actually liked the pilot I, I didn't watch another episode was Richard Schiff in that show yes okay he's on that show yeah he lives across the street from me I like him I worked with him on the West Wing and he's a uh, great guy yeah yeah I liked him in it but it was done well. It was done by the same guy who wrote House. Okay. Who was a doctor. Okay. Interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you about like when I send you a text. Right. From a, like a, of my, my son's toe. Yeah. 
which I'm sure I'm not the only person in your life. You are. That. You're the only one. <laughs> oh Nobody God. else does. That like that is right out of Curb Your Enthusiasm. If if Larry David were a doctor, Larry David, Doctor Larry right, David, right. I, the first thing he would handle is the agita. Like my agita in life is my father calling me to say. Mark, I Jonathan Mursky's trying to become an actor. Right, he, right. He moved to LA. Could you sit with him for two hours yeah. and just hear about his life yeah. and advise him yeah. and find him an agent and maybe get him a TV show while yeah, you're yeah, there? Yeah. That's my agenda. Yeah, which I put in Nine JKL. I like that. Yours so, must so be this. It, you know, it's funny you ask. So probably. Um, at least a couple times a month, I get either a call or a text or an email or, or something like that. And just because of how I grew up and who I am, it doesn't really bother me. But the, what, what's funny is, though, that I'm a surgeon and a cancer surgeon, but I get all these rashes or, you know, blue toe right. or, or I have a cough or, you know, there's like any medical question is, is comes, assumed that I know the answer Right, and to. when it comes to something like my, Frisco's got a sore throat and I don't know whether it's yeah. strep or a bacteria right. or a virus. And do, and do you know any more than I do No, you, that? and that's why I asked you, because especially since you've played it on TV, you've probably dealt with those things more than I have. Right. Because there. I don't deal with pediatric right. crap at all. So, but but let me ask you a question. When when I when I well, one thing I pride myself in is you've been not always thinking been, been amazing about well, writing me right back right. and telling me whatever you know right. or can right. But and sometimes it, just your being a little more relaxed about it right. makes me puts me at ease. Right. Usually it's I don't mind saying I don't know, but so and so does. Right. Like so so that's how I kind of help a lot of times. I'm like I don't know, but yeah, go to your pediatrician. Good idea. Like right. I've done that with you, and yes. it seems like. Wow, thanks for Jason. No. He told no, me to no, go to the Sometimes you don't know if that's even if, right. if the the wound or the infection or the thing even is requires going to the Right. But you make me go, okay, I should probably go. Uh, so you played a lawyer and a doctor in a lot of shows. Any other character you want to play that you haven't played before? Um, you know, it it's been fun playing uh, dark villains. I've gotten to do that on uh, on Prison Break recently and on SVU, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just to play something different would be fun. Uh, the show we've written is a, a wrestling promoter, like a yeah. Vince McMahon type, but uh, not him. Have you played a mobster yet? I would love, love to play a mobster. Uh-huh. I, you know, you they're, they're, you know they're doing? They're doing an HBO, the prequel right, to, to The, the Sopranos. Sopranos. And, yes. and, and his uh, son. And his son is playing yeah, him yeah. as a young guy. I'm watching The Sopranos now because I never watched it fully. So oh, now when I'm at the gym every morning, so great? it really is great. And you know what's funny is like, it, I mean, first of all, the guy who's now running CBS, David Nevins, I remember reading in an article how he pa- he he was the one at NBC when it was at NBC to say, we got to make this show. It's and they amazing. were like, pass. And... Uh, I think David Chase wrote it as like an FU to network television, like I'm just going however I want to go. And it, and it was really the, ch- it, it changed it everything. Showed, that was a change it of changed TV. Everything yeah, no, it's TV. insane. It's and insane. All these, and there's a book called Difficult Men, which chronicles the birth of all these showrunners. Yeah. But, you know, uh, before that, maybe it, it may have been NYPD Blue, David Milch, but these kind of antisocial writers who wrote their, their anti heroes. Yeah. In the form of Tony Soprano and Andy Sipowitz yeah. and uh, 
and so many since then. Don Draper. Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, Breaking Bad. Uh, And that's what changed the face of television, which is now, you know, ever-changing. With the the Me Too movement and whatnot, it's less about the angry white guy who... Way to throw in the Me Too movement. (laughs) Yeah, I thought we'd get there. I didn't think we'd go there at all. Uh, We all still remember... Do you know what I'm going to say? I'm not sure. We're talking kids, and yeah. like when we visited you in the, the jacuzzi. Pool. <laughs> My daughter Adelaide, at about three years or four years old, maybe five. Yeah, maybe uh, yesterday. Took a dump in Jason's jacuzzi. <laughs> we're all in it, and we're all in it. All in it. And Jason, like a freaking hero, out of a one-hour drama on HBO, just in slow mo. If you're watching. Grabs it with his bare hand like a like a fucking animal, and whips it out and gets it out away from us, and it's like we didn't know what happened. As we if all, it got, we all got out of the jacuzzi and left from these filthy people. Right, but we had to move, us. but it's okay. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We still remind no, Addy of that. Who ran into our door? Into the screen door? Was that me? No, it was it was Lila. Remember, oh, she God. couldn't tell the screen door. Yes, there. yes. <laughs> the same day, I think. What a great, what an impressive, <laughs> what an impressive family we are. What guests? Yeah, that was good. We had to move, but uh, otherwise. Right. Oh my God, that's yeah. funny. So, uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. So Thank you for having me. Gross anatomy. <laughs> you can use that. That was good. Yeah, yeah perfect. Like Thank you very All much. Right. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.